Hey everyone, welcome to the Fast and Finance Podcast, and I'm your host, Patrick McCrindle. This podcast is designed for everyday, normal people just looking to improve their personal wealth management and expand their knowledge on the markets. Episodes will be short and sweet, focusing on main topics, then transitioning to market outlooks and discussions. We'll cover all the basic concepts so that you have a strong base knowledge before we dive into anything more specific. Wealth management is a concept that's overlooked in many school systems, and we're here to change that. I think we all know that college is not cheap these days. If you're a part of the younger generation, I'm sure many of you listening right now have had a conversation with your parents or peers about the cost of their tuition being a fraction of what it is today, right? If only there was a way to get ahead of the game for these outrageous tuition prices, or maybe there is. So let's go over a few different account types that can be invested and later down the road used for certain qualified education expenses. And of course, college is not for everyone. But there are options for if your child decides against college and chooses another route. In the end, having that option or funds available saves a lot of headache and possible student loan debt. So let's start off with 529 plans. We'll keep things general, but I want to leave you guys with enough to understand the benefit of these accounts. So there are two different types of 529s here. College saving plan and prepaid tuition plan. The college savings option allows your investment to grow tax-deferred and withdrawals will be tax-free if they are used for qualified education expense. Well, what falls under that qualified expense? So eligible colleges, universities, and post-secondary institutions. We all know that college may not be for everyone, so the option to use this account for a trade school is reluctant. Qualified expenses would also include fees, books, supplies, room and board, computers, etc. Now, there's the possibility of your child not choosing the college route. In that case, you could either change the beneficiary to another family member to be used, or, not recommended, but there's a 10% penalty if the 529 is used for something other than that qualified education expense, as well as paying taxes on the growth in the account now, so you lose that tax-free perk. Within the past few years, there's been some important legislative changes to these plans as well. So part of the SECURE Act in 2019, individuals are now allowed a tax-free withdrawal up to $10,000 for qualified student loans. Also, per the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017, 529 plans can now be used for K-12 tuition up to $10,000 per year per beneficiary. Let's talk about these prepaid tuition plans now, right? Because they sound promising. Well, it definitely is. So in summary, prepaid tuition plans allow parents, grandparents, and others to prepay tuition at today's rates at eligible colleges, universities, helping them manage future tuition costs. So you can either pay in one lump sum or broken up into installment payments. Most prepaid tuition plans will not cover expenses such as room and board, so you may want to consider other options to cover those costs. But still, think about it. Locking in current tuition rates can save you a tremendous amount of money. This goes back to our conversation earlier about what your parents paid for tuition, right? So this part's important. Maybe take some notes of this. Most, but not all, states guarantee that the funds will keep pace with tuition. So some states may back their plans by the faith and credit of the state. So let's say that that fund was not able to keep pace with tuition inflation. The state will step in to provide the you know excess funding. 
Be careful, though, because some states offer no guarantees that the plan will fully cover the cost of tuition. Unlike 529 plans that we discussed earlier, a lot of states require for the prepaid tuition plans that you either you or your child is either a resident of the state offering the plan that you apply for, right? So savings plans are more flexible with the out-of-state perks. Now, what happens if your child decides another route other than college? The same rule applies that you can transfer the plan to a sibling or family member, and some age restrictions apply within that. Now, if your child decides against college and there are no family members to transfer to, you may have to cancel the prepaid plan, and in this case, most plans will only return your original contribution, eliminating any interest earned, and some plans may charge a cancellation fee, so be careful. Alright, let's talk a little bit about custodial accounts now. So if a 529 plan doesn't sound like it's up your alley, but yet you still want to invest for your child or maybe even teach them the values of investing in what you believe in, right? A custodial account might be the right move. So before diving into a couple different kinds of custodial accounts that you could run, I just want to reiterate that this would be an excellent way to make a financial contribution to your child's future while teaching them investing values and sentiments as well as leaving some more flexibility to the funds compared to 529 plans. Alright, so first things first, we spoke a lot about the limitations and qualifications for the 529 plans. 529 plans are an amazing instrument when it comes to educational expenses, but if you're looking for an account that is more flexible in terms of withdrawals and penalties, a normal custodial brokerage account may be the move for you. With no income or contribution limits and no required distributions, this would be an account for your child you know, that they could take over when they're 18 and continue to invest, or if the situation called for it, they would be able to withdraw from the account penalty-free, except for the taxes to be paid, of course. So let's say you contributed to the account over the course of your child's life up until they turned 18. They would be able to see the value behind investing for that long term, and they would hopefully continue to invest for themselves within that account, right? Now, I want to touch on a custodial Roth IRA. Let's say you wanted to help your child get a jump start in investing solely for their retirement, right? I know it may seem too early to start investing for retirement when they are still young, but they'll thank you down the road. So let it be known that your child would need earned income for this account. So it, you know, if it may be a good option if your teen child has a job, right? Any kind of job works as long as they have earned income that they can contribute towards the Roth IRA, and maybe you could match their contribution with your earned income, right? So opening up a custodial Roth IRA for them would allow them even more time for contributions and compounding interest to work, right? And when they turn 18, they can continue to invest in the account or let it grow until they are in a financial position to continue contributing. We have gone over the stipulations of Roth IRAs in previous episodes, and a custodial account follows the same rules. So, five years for the account to be fully vested, penalty and tax-free once they are 59 and a half, and certain exceptions for penalty-free withdrawals before that age. So, you know, first-time home purchases, some education costs, or medical emergencies, right? Well, thank you guys for tuning in today. Hopefully you have taken something away from this episode in terms of investing for your children and teaching them the value behind it. As always, we appreciate you tuning in and look forward to seeing you back for the next episode of Fast and Finance.
The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member of FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Private Advisor Group and SGI Wealth Management, LLC, are separate entities from LPL Financial. Prior to investing in a 529 plan, investors should consider whether the investor's or designated beneficiary's home state offers any state tax or other state benefits, such as financial aid, scholarship funds, and protection from creditors, that are only available for investments in such states' qualified tuition program. Withdrawals used for qualified expenses are federally tax-free. Tax treatment at the state level may vary. Please consult with your tax advisor before investing.